something that I'm not willing to compromise on, and that's a good pillow. Because when it comes to sleep, y'all know the difference between them cheap old pillows and them pillows that you invested a little bit in. Just like my body temperature. You know how hot it is outside by going inside somebody's crib. You know the difference between somebody's house who's being cooled down by a ceiling fan and somebody who got some air conditioning. And I say all that to say, I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's some people out here who have a ceiling fan work ethic but air conditioner expectations. <laughs> Talk to them, <laughs> meaning, You have to put the work in. There's no shortcuts. You have to put the work in. My mentor tells me all the time, you eat what you hunt. And I downloaded that concept, but I also believe you eat what you harvest. You eat based off of the seeds that you plant and based off of the love and nurture that you give them. So if you're going to have high standards and high expectations, make sure you also have a high work ethic. So continue to be great, continue to be mindful, but when it comes to you accomplishing everything that you want, you must be intentional. Dear Summer, I know you're going to miss me, for we've been together like night airs and crisp teas. S dots with polo fleeces, purple label shit with the logo secret. Give me a couple years, shit, I might just sneak in. A couple words and like peaches and herbs. We've been reunited and feel so hard. How the whole world saying I still so good. Well, I do this in my good, y'all. We are back. We are back. Man, it has been a week, yo. My bad. You know, I like to start with the classics. There's summer. Y'all know about that. Tap in. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. It's your boy Chef Beans here with the Intentional Consumption Podcast with Chef Beans. Um, we have another goodie today. When I say this week has been weekend or this days have been dang or whatever they say, life has been lifing. Man, man, oh man, oh man. But I guess that's what kind of comes with it. A lot of times we try to create plans or we try to manifest what we feel like our days should be like or our life should be like. But at the end of the day, whatever happens is going to happen. It's not always what happens. It's how you respond to it. And I just want to say I'm grateful for how I've learned how to respond to the unforeseen and the unexpected and all these different things, man. I just... Whew. Let's all do it at the same time. One big inhale. One big exhale. Again, one intentional inhale. And one intentional exhale. Anyway, welcome back. This is episode three of the Intentional Consumption Podcast. And surprisingly, if you haven't noticed, I did actually post the first episode on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't check it out, checked it out yet, check it out. I'm going to post these other episodes, but I'm really trying to fine-tune the audio because I do feel like sonically is very important to what goes into your ears. And people listen to podcasts while they're jogging, working out, driving in their car, cleaning up their crib, a bunch of different things. So just know I'm being also intentional with that as well. Just taking things one day at a time, you know what I mean? To produce high quality podcasts, sometimes you can have a big budget, you can have a smaller budget, but what I'm doing is I'm just going to figure it out as I go. A lot of times, again, we try to wait until we have 
certain amount of things before we push the button, but we gotta be okay with pushing the button regardless. So with all of that being said, I ain't gonna take up too much of y'all time. <laughs> it's like, nah, y'all know, we might be here for a little minute. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, this past week has been very good for me. Um, I started a new job. They love me already and working remotely. And that's very important to me because again, a lot of times people feel like in their creative realm or their creative spaces that their only source of income has to come from their art or their artistry. But there's a lot of ways to get to it and there's a lot of ways for you to support yourself. So don't let anyone tell you that, oh, this is the only way that you're supposed to do something because at the end of the day, you got to figure it out. For yourself but again i'm extremely grateful for the opportunity and extremely grateful to be building one day at a time um this past week i've consumed a couple different things like i say all the time i've gotten bitten by the one piece bug or drank the one piece juice if you're not familiar it's an anime show that's been around since like the late 90s early 2000s they have it on hulu they have it on netflix I've been watching One Piece a lot. There's about like a thousand episodes. I'm on like season three, but they have a lot of different metaphors and a pretty solid storyline. I have my younger brother and people, other people who watch who I'm close to. So I'm using it as a, a bonding experience with them, but also as another way to just, I don't know, just self-soothed. I really like cartoons low key, especially anime. So One Piece again has me by the chicken wing. I've also been watching, uh, yeah, bro, you already know, you already know it's up. If, yo, Pirate, I don't know if you tapped in with One Piece, I'm pretty sure because, my bro, yeah, I drank the juice. Uh, I've also, uh, been watching, like, different, like, Tubi shows and things like that, and I just, I, I, I say it all the time, I feel like there's a lot of narratives that's echoing the negative aspect to romance in the black community that's what a lot of these shows and movies are portraying to me i don't know why i just keep seeing the same things and they're just perpetuating what broken homes look like all throughout media there are a million ways to show what romance could look like maybe i gotta be the one to write it i don't know but i feel like a lot of the things in rom-coms or shows that i've been watching have been perpetuating broken homes Maybe y'all got a recommendation for me about a show that might show the lighter side of, I guess, love and romance. I don't know, but most of the things I've been watching have been perpetuating that. Something else that I stumbled upon, if y'all not hip, there's this series on Netflix called Live to 100 Secrets of the Blue Zone. And with that, series is about the secrets that a lot of people throughout the world or certain areas that they label as blue zones what they do on their day-to-day -to, -day to basically make it to 100 or past 100. And I thoroughly enjoyed the series because sometimes people think you have to take a bunch of different medicine or things like that to obtain this, this longevity as far as age, but really it comes down to what you do in your daily practice. A few different things that they pointed out in the series without me being a spoiler, because if you haven't watched it, I actually suggest that you do. They talked about the importance of sacred daily rituals, naps, vocabulary for purpose, basically speaking life into yourself, moving naturally. You don't always have to go to the gym, but your day-to-day -day movements 
will positively impact you, your outlook on life, connecting with others, and eating wisely. And I bring up eating wisely last because one of the blue zones that they spoke about is this place in Japan. And in, J in Japan, they have this phrase called Hara Hachibu, which means 8 out of 10 or 80% full. So they don't actually eat to get full. They only eat to get to 80%, if that makes sense. They don't get 100% full. They only get 80% full. I guess they're not trying to live gluttonous lives or whatever like that. They're trying to maintain space. But what that actually does is it combats obesity. It combats a lot of different things. And I like that specific phrase, again, which is Hara Hachibu, because it's echoing optimism as opposed to pessimism. It's echoing something being full as opposed to being 20% empty. And that's how I like to live my life. Um, there are times when I'm not being super nice to myself, where I'm just sometimes questioning if I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing to accomplish my goals, or if I'm being the best son that I need to be, or brother, or all these different titles and labels that we give ourselves. But through my daily practice, I'm learning to be nicer to myself, just as y'all should be nicer to yourselves. I don't know who need to hear this, but there are, again, unforeseen things that happen. And sometimes the first thing that we can do is play the blame game, but not blaming others. We blame ourselves. We blame ourselves for, oh my God, if I would have did this differently, maybe I wouldn't have been in this situation or yada, yada, yada. But in all actuality, sometimes shit happens. I don't know if I'm going to bleep that or not. Whatever we grown, shit happens. So, again, we want to all practice just being nicer to ourselves. So, yeah, and that kind of transitions into the confessional that I have for today or the theme, which is intentional consumption. Go figure, right? But I bring up intentional consumption as the theme for today because... When I first created Intentional Consumption and I was building and developing this Chef Beans character, I was helping people or my intention was to help people to be intentional, not only what they physically consume, but the content they consume, the conversations they have and the energy that they ingest. Right. But when I when I speak about not helping people solely be intentional with what they physically consume. I wasn't always practicing that in my life. Yes, I was recommending that people read certain books or be nicer to themselves or certain things like that. But I didn't ultimately switch up my diet. I wasn't being always super calculated with what I was consuming in my body. But recently, I've been drinking a lot more water. I've been running a lot more and I just noticed that there's a difference with my body communicating to me being that I'm listening a lot more intently. My body says yes and thank you after I drink a long pause glass of water. Super pause, my bad. But my body kind of gives me the side eye if I decide to drink soda or if I decide to eat not enough vegetables with other proteins that I'm consuming. So as I'm practicing intentional consumption, again, not only what people physically consume, but the content they consume, the conversations they have and the energy that they ingest, I have to be a lot more calculated with what I intentionally consume just as I 
encourage you all to, to do the same. I heard something recently on the gram, which it was a doctor saying a lot of people are always talking about how diabetes run in their family, but you need to run it out your family because people echoing certain diagnosis or things like that aren't always being cognizant of the patterns that they picked up from generations and all these different things prior to. So again, we all have to be intentional with the things we physically put in our body because our bodies are always listening and our bodies are always communicating to us. If you're in a situation where your stomach always hurts, you, you have to ask yourself, what are you putting into your body? If you're in a situation where your skin is always reacting to certain things, what are you putting on your skin? Because your skin is the biggest organ on your body, the largest organ. So these are things that we just have to be intentional about. Y'all going to hear me say intentional a lot, but as you can see, I don't know if y'all listening to this or watching this, wherever you watching or listening to that, my, my skin is glowing. You could probably hear it in my voice. My, it, it, my voice is just a little more crispy. Things are a little more magnetic. And again, it's because of the relationship that I have with myself, but also the things that I'm consuming on the daily. Are you intentional with the things that you're consuming on the daily? Think about it. Think about everything that you put into your body today, right? Think about everything you put into your body over the past weekend. Whatever the intention was, whether you were just having fun or different things like that, I mean, we're all grown. We're going to put whatever we want into our body, pause if applicable. But it's important to, to just monitor. It's important to monitor. I really want to do a better job at communicating healthier practices for certain family members and loved ones, whether that's walking a couple miles daily or even not a couple miles, I'm sorry, a couple laps around the track, just intentional exercise, all these different things, because if you don't lose, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So that's just my confessional time, me letting y'all in a little more, being a little more vulnerable beings, because these things are important to me. We're not getting any younger. We're not getting any younger in a lot of times we try to compare our adult bodies to our high school bodies when we are, we're a little more active athletically or sometime whenever some, we, we do. We play the comparison game, but wherever you are is where you're supposed to be and just be proud of that. Be proud of where you are and understand that daily routine, daily practices go a long way and not waiting for the right or wrong time to start. It's okay to start today. Not trying to sound like the person trying to get you to go to technical school or, you know, you know the commercial I'm talking about. Why not today? I'm not trying to sound like that. But seriously, if you can hear the sound of my voice, know that I love you. Know that I appreciate you. And just know that where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And you could positively impact the trajectory of your lives by the daily routines and practices that you make. So... Just keep that in mind. Um, if you haven't noticed this past weekend, there was a game, a football game, TCU versus Colorado, which a lot of people were anticipating because Coach Prime 
we all know he's a very a very flashy person. He went from the HBCU realm to a different type of college realm. Nobody thought that he can take his team where he did it and they ended up beating TCU. Why is this so important? It's so important because, or let me speak very personally. A lot of people probably don't care about the game, probably saw the highlights like, well, it's important to me because as black men, we're presented as we're born with multiple hurdles, with things a lot of times we're told what we can't do. A lot of times we're put into this world with certain boundaries and limitations and there are a lot more hurdles in our atmosphere. So there's just a lot more that we have to overcome. So to see this black man, this black coach, motivate his team, design it, orchestrate it, be led by the spirit to overcome this obstacle on a worldwide stage and to still have the same energy that he had prior to the game, after the game, it's just remarkable. It's a tremendous, it's tremendously admirable. And I'm just grateful to have seen it live as opposed to a lot of the games prior to me even watching sports like that in the early 90s or before I was born in the 80s. We see a bunch of different highlights and people talk about, man, I remember seeing that game live. Well, now I can say that about TCU versus Colorado and Colorado coming out victorious so if you want to watch the game i'm pretty sure it's on youtube or if you want to watch the highlights they're all over the place but to me it was a, a moment in time a moment in history where as you can see your thoughts are a reflection of your reality i believe there was nothing in his mind that convinced him that they weren't going to be victorious and something that he said that was amazing that they just posted a couple of hours ago he was communicating to his team after practice or before practice. He was saying that I don't want you all to be surprised or anything like that because did y'all go into it thinking that we were going to lose? He said a bunch of different things, but he ended it with success is the standard. Success, I'm going to say that slowly. Success is the standard. And when success is your standard, again, you leave yourself with no other option of being victorious. I mean, we've heard it a million different ways. There's a story called Burn the Boats, where there was this freaking, these people on an island and their enemies were about to come to capture their island. And they were extremely outnumbered. There were a thousand warriors coming to take their little island. It was like a hundred of them. The commander told them or ordered them to burn their boats because he basically said retreating is not an option. Either we'll be victorious or we'll perish. So those hundred warriors on that island ended up beating the people who they were outnumbered by because, again, either victory or, or, or they will perish. That was the headspace. So to me, that was the same energy that Coach Prime put into his players. And it, it, it showed, so I don't I don't want to talk about it too much because you feel me, we got other things to talk about. But yes, I was extremely, extremely grateful to have seen that live. And I have a funny feeling, a very unique feeling that this won't be the last time that we see them making groundbreaking news or groundbreaking history, groundbreaking action. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but let's get into the would you rather segment so last week the would you rather was would you rather have dinner with your celebrity crush for no money or 
box a kangaroo for five minutes and you get five million dollars. Most people pick the kangaroo. There were some people who said, no, I really want to have dinner with my celebrity crush for whatever reason. But me and a bunch of others said, let's put on them gloves or whatever needs to happen. But I'll, I'll survive five minutes with a kangaroo if I got five million waiting for me. So it's, it's very funny seeing different people's options as far as what they take. But the would you rather that I have for this week goes like this. Would you rather travel the world for the rest of your life with a very minimalistic budget? Or would you rather have all the money that you could imagine, but you have to stay stay in the same city? I'm going to say that again. Would you rather travel the world for the rest of your life with a very minimalistic budget? Or would you rather have all the money that you could imagine, but you have to stay in the same city. Which one would y'all pick? I have an idea of which one I would pick, but I want to give y'all a little time to kind of download and process that. Okay, I'm ready. If I had to pick between traveling the world for the rest of my life with a very minimalistic budget or having all the money in the, in the world, but I had to stay in the same city. I would pick travel the world for the rest of my life with a minimalistic budget because A, you can make stuff shake in other countries as far as commerce wise, but also I'm not a one city type of person. Like I, I'll figure it out in different cities. I'll meet new people, have new experiences, but that's just how my mind operates. I'm a very adventurous type of guy. I don't know. I have a very adventurous spirit. My curiosity has been in me since I've been born. I've always been the one, again, who has to see what's underneath the hat. See how hot the stove is. See, drive to the other side of the country just to see what living is like in California. That's always been my temperament. I thrive off of my curiosity. I thrive off of seeing how things are prior to me getting there. So again, I would definitely travel, travel the world for the rest of my life with a minimalistic budget as opposed to having all the money in the world, but I have to stay in the same spot. That's not how I'm set up. Some people set up that way. That's not how I'm set up. So it's very interesting it's very interesting when you think about it. Uh, so, yeah, y'all let me know what y'all think, whether y'all let me know in the comments, whether y'all DMing me, whether y'all sending me email, fan mail. I'm still learning how this podcast space work, but just like I said, we, we, we up. We up brick by brick. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, let me know what y'all think. Something else that popped up on my mind. Are y'all familiar with the book Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss? We've all heard of the book before, right? Do you do you want these green eggs and ham, Sam I am? No, I don't want these green eggs and ham. Now, the reason why I bring up that book is because sometimes for nostalgic purposes, I like to read books that I used to read as a child, right? As this guy, Young Beans. So I think as a kid, the lesson that I thought was don't knock it till you try it, right? But as an adult, when I read the book, 
I'm like, that book is about pestering and freaking boundaries and someone not <laughs> not respecting your boundaries because think about it, right? Do you want these green eggs and ham? Do you want these green eggs, Sam I am? Sam said, I don't want them in the house. I don't want them with a blouse. I don't want them in the car. I don't want them with a car. I don't want them with a fox. I don't want them with a box. I don't want them in a tree. I don't want them with Queen Bee. That's what was communicated. But you had this little fox thing or whatever, who people they are in Dr. Seuss kept telling them, no, try these green eggs in him. Try these green eggs in him. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a ball on a tangent, but just think about that. Some things that were echoed and communicated as a kid don't always correlate to adulthood. So maybe when I was a kid, it was one of my favorite books. I used to read it all the time. But as an adult, I put myself in the shoes of Sam I Am. And I would have been really annoyed if someone kept following me around the city, around the world, trying to get me to try something that I already communicated that I don't want to try. Y'all can think I'm bugging, but that's just, I don't know. My brain is just wired a little different now. Oh my gosh, man. Good times, good times, good times. So <laughs> something else that I want to bring up, I have an announcement this Friday only, and I mean only at www.chefbeans.com will you be able to purchase never before seen merchandise, never before seen merchandise. This merchandise was inspired by a previous podcast episode. I said something on an episode. Someone said, oh my God, that is so profound. You need to put that on the shirt. Well, guess what? I put it on the shirt and guess what? It's already in production. They're going to be done hopefully by tomorrow, if not by Friday, but I'm posting that they'll be available for sale on Friday. So be on the lookout. And again, I tell you all this all the time. This is... I got to stop saying this is the beginning of a beautiful thing because it's not. I've been here for a minute. I've been saying the same stuff for a very long time. So let me stop saying this is the beginning of a beautiful thing. How about we switch that narrative and say that. Being that I'm from the Garden State, I have no other choice but to harvest. Being that I'm from the Garden State, I'm familiar with planting seeds and watching things grow. Watching things sprout. It's 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 the fall. I'm I'm it's harvest season. I man, y'all gonna make me go on a rant. Y'all gonna make me go on a tangent, but yo, I've been I've been feeling myself lately. I don't know if y'all pumped up. I don't know if y'all feeling inspired. I don't know what what you're going through right now as you can hear the sound of my voice, but understand that you're victorious, understand that you're resilient, understand that. You can attract whatever it is that you desire by creating a plan, keeping your feet on the ground, and just putting the action behind the things that you want to accomplish. Yes, things can get challenging. Yes, there are moments where you can feel discouraged. I feel discouraged with certain things all the time. All the time. But guess what? I have the stomach to endure whatever obstacles fall in front of me whatever fall into my lap. And you have that same ability too. We're in this, this state of 
of calamity where a lot of people really don't know what's going on. Every day there's something else popping up where it's like, yo, what the F? What the F is this? What the F is that? But guess what? You still already have all the tools that you need to overcome whatever obstacle is placed in front of you. Be resourceful. Tap into your, your spirit animals or your, your, your circle of people who positively impact you, your strong friend. Even if you're the strong friend, hopefully you have a strong friend because a lot of times the strong friend doesn't have a strong friend. But whoo! be encouraged, stay encouraged, stay inspired because, again, it's challenging for us all. But we have everything that we need to accomplish whatever it is that we desire. We just have to keep going. We just have to keep going. When things get challenging, it's not time to reroute. It's not time to go the opposite direction. It's, it's time to push through and figure out what that looks like for you. Figure out what being resilient looks like for you. Understand that it doesn't have to look exactly like other people's paths or other people's journeys or whatever like that. Just understand, again, that you have everything that you need to accomplish whatever it is that you desire. Don't be afraid to push through it. Don't be afraid to keep going. Affirmation that I have for you all today. If you can hear the sound of my voice, repeat after me. Just as the sun rises and just as the moon glimmers, the stove can be on high heat or slow simmer, but I'm a cook regardless. <laughs> Turn me up, Turbo. I'm going to say that again. Just as the sun rises and just as the moon glimmers, the stove can be on high heat or slow simmer, but I'm a cook regardless. So now you got to ask yourself, what does cooking look like for you on a daily? What does taking something from conception and transitioning it into actualization look like for you? That can be an idea, that can be a thought, that can be whatever you want it to be. But just think about that. Now, today I'm not going to take up too much of your time. I'm not. I told myself I wanted to keep it under a half hour today. This is episode three. And again, it's just progression and increments. Progression and increments. We spoke about a lot today. We spoke about good intentional consumption, which that's actually one of my title today's episode, intentional consumption. We talked about boundaries. We talked about being nice to ourselves, all these different things. But I'm going to leave y'all with this. What does intentional consumption look like to you? And what does healthy daily routine practices look like for you as well? I could have said that last month, but <laughs> we working on it. Thanks. Thanks again, y'all, for joining me for Intentional Consumption Podcast with Chef Beans. Episode three It's up and it's stuck. If you haven't already, visit www.chefbeans.com. 
find out a little bit about myself and to order some Be Intentional merch or some blank, blank, blank merch that's coming Friday. But yeah, it's up. Continue to be great. Continue to be mindful. But most importantly, be intentional. Peace out, y'all.